let me just say, I'm thankful for each and every single one of you that takes time out of your day to listen to this podcast. well welcome everybody i just burped <laughs> to the uh let me just say podcast thanksgiving edition uh unfortunately for me i don't really get to celebrate thanksgiving because i'm a retail employee I don't think I've ever told you guys that I'm a retail employee, but that's where I work. So today is just all about watching my favorite football team lose once again, the Detroit Lions. Another year of heartbreak, heartbreak on uh, this lovely, fine holiday while I wait to go to work for many hours while people come in and buy discounted TVs. So, but all that being said, I did want to reinforce the fact that I am really, really thankful for everyone that's taken time to listen to this podcast. I sent out a tweet today, this morning, that 2019 wasn't so great to Jesse. You know, I, I lost my dad, I lost one of my dogs. My team got bounced early in the postseason. And no, I'm not comparing that to those other two. But you know I'm a passionate baseball fan, so I care about that. But with all that being said, my Twitter following, and I hate saying that because I sound like a dickhead, I think, but, you know, it's grown substantially, substantially? This season. And I appreciate everybody that hits the follow button. And likes my tweets and retweets. Because. You know I say some wild shit. But uh. You know. Uh, this time last year. I probably had like two, three hundred followers. And now I'm almost at 2,500. So. Which is, in the grand scheme of things is not a lot. But I mean. It is a lot. Kind of. I guess. So. 2019 was rough. For sure. But there's been a lot of positives. And by that, I mean you guys. You know, I've met a lot of great people on Twitter this year. In person. And just through DMs and everyday interaction. You know, like, I've said this multiple times on the podcast that I think you can build a friendship online. And you don't have to meet the person to consider them a good friend. Like, I have multiple people that I talk to on a daily basis that I consider actual friends and I've never even seen them in person so to me while there was a lot of rocky road and ups and downs in my 2019 there was also a lot of bright spots because you know I got to I got to get to know a lot of good people and um I don't know, I, I I think that's 
helped carry me through some of the darker times that I've had here this year. So, and a lot of you guys have reached out, you know, when I've, when I've talked about my personal life and the things that have happened with, with my father and, um, you know, losing my dog a month after him passing. So I appreciate you guys. And, um, I'm glad that we're, I'm glad that I'm able to build these relationships with you guys and online and in DMs and I've added a bunch of you guys on Instagram so I get to see your daily life and your kids and your loved ones and I appreciate all that. You know, it's it's been a long, hard year, but a lot of you guys have have made it a lot easier than it would have been without your interaction without your friendship, without your kind words, and just your reinforcement that even even in regards to the podcast, I mean, I've had so many people reach out and say that they appreciate what I'm doing and they enjoy it, and that to me still blows my mind. Like, who the fuck am I, you know? But it just goes to show that there's so many of us that, that think alike and that feel alike and sometimes it just takes somebody that's stupid enough or crazy enough to talk about all that shit and air it out. You know, I sent a tweet the other day that said, if you ever just stop and think of how much of a mess your life is, you know, and it it got a... It got a lot of likes. It got a lot of replies. And I think this is something I've talked about multiple times, but I I think a lot of us just always feel like we're the only ones that are feeling like that. When in all reality, my tweet goes to show that a lot of us feel that way. You know, and and probably we, we probably all, most of us overreact to the fact that thinking our lives are a mess when in all reality we have a pretty good but I'm not going to downplay that because there's definitely times where I'm down in the dumps and you know I just feel like shit's not going right and it never will go right for me but then I take some time and I hit that reset button that I've talked about before and I just kind of think to myself like dude you're healthy you have people that love you you have internet friends that you've never met that fucking reach out and care about you and ask you if you're good and I always still hate saying internet friends I'm gonna stop saying that because you guys are my real friends because anybody who's willing to take the time to check in and see how I'm doing That's a real fucking friend. No matter if we've ever been face to face. No matter if I've ever heard your voice. If if you've reached out and checked in on me and asked me how I'm doing. Or reached out and said that you've appreciated what I've been doing and saying. 
and you're my friend. Online or not. You know, and... I've said it before, and it really bothers me that people don't... That people kind of judge those friendships and don't see them as real. You know, because... They're just as real as hanging out with someone at the bar face-to-face and bullshit, you know? I've got a lot in common with a lot of people that I've met on Twitter. And I consider them closer to me than some people that I actually know offline. This this episode might be a little up and down, a little roller coaster of emotions. It's been a long week. I, I, I'm super late on the podcast. You know, here it is Thursday. I should have already released this on Monday. But like I said, being being a retail employee, I've been, you know, putting in some major work here this last week. And when I get home some days, I want to jump on and record and talk. But I also want to just chill and not do a goddamn thing. You know, so I apologize. And, and uh, it, it was it was a cool feeling to see people reach out saying like, hey, where's the podcast, Jesse? We've been waiting. You know, um, that means a lot because it means that you guys are actually enjoying this. And I, and I know people are, have been telling me that, but it's still hard for me to grasp the fact that anybody actually enjoys listening to what I have to say or, you know, whatever. But again, like I said, it just goes to show that I, I, I need to remind myself it all the time. So I'm going to continue to remind you guys that we're all in the same fucking boat, man. We all think a lot of the times we're alone and we have nobody and that we're the only ones in the world feeling like we feel. And the world is kind of just caving in on you. That might be dramatic. But we're not alone. You know, like there's I, I I'm case in point for that. I release this podcast twice a week. And there's people that call in and leave voicemails. There's people that DM me and say how relatable they all the things I talk about are in their lives. Oh, excuse me. That's, I don't want to almost burp into the mic again. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm hoping 2020 2020 how how are we going to what are, how are we calling 20 2020 are we calling it 2020 are we calling are we referencing it as 2020 I don't know I guess it doesn't matter but I just want to thank everybody I want to thank you for taking time like I said and just listening I want to thank you for taking time and getting to know me and um you know, just become my friend. If you consider yourself my friend, I consider myself your friend. Just know that. And I don't take that lightly because, <clears throat> excuse me, I've always been the, you know, it's was, it was, it was kind of a problem in my, my previous relationship. I kind of, for a while, was real hard-headed in, in the fact that I'd always say, like, I have enough friends, you know, like, my ex would be like trying to introduce me to other guys and 
<laughs> that sounds weird. That's not what I meant. Um, but you know, like couples type shit. And and I kind of had this arrogance or I don't even know how to define it, but I'd be like, uh, you know, I'm not really interested in meeting any more dudes. Like I have a whole bunch of friends that I consider really good friends. And I think I'm good with that. Like I, it's, it's kind of tough to meet other guys. <laughs> Again, this is sounding weird. I be just, you know, it's, it's difficult for two dudes to become friends just like randomly when forced into a kind of a situation, you know? So it was, it was, um, it was stupid of me to be honest with you. It was stupid of me to be like, nah, you know, like I'm not interested in getting to know that guy because I might've missed out on some really good friendships. And as I'm getting older here now, I'm realizing that, especially because of Twitter in this last year. Do I say Twitter weird? Because of Twitter, Twitter. You know, I've, I've kind of realized that I need to be more open-minded about that. And I think part of that is uh, probably my social anxiety and awkwardness. Like, you might not think that because of the way I interact on Twitter, or because I do this podcast, um, that I have a little bit of social anxiety, but I do. Um, you know, sometimes it's awkward to just meet new people and especially in person for the first time, which I think is why I'm able to build such good friendships online that could possibly blossom into offline friendships. I, I hate determining them as that because I think of you guys as my friends regardless of online offline. And I know I've said that like probably four times already today. So, um, I don't know. I just, I just appreciate it. I, you know, I'm going on 14 minutes about talking about how much I care about everybody that's I've met over this past year, but today's Thanksgiving. So it's a day to be thankful. So anyway, I, I'm not going to record a ton today because it is Thanksgiving and I mean, I have to go to work in three hours here so that all you savages that want to shop today can shop today. But, um, but you know, I, 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 everybody's been asking for where the podcast at. So I wanted to get something out and just get in front of you guys and, and talk about how much you guys mean to me. And I know a lot of people might think that's a bunch of bullshit because they're skeptical and they're where I was a few years ago in terms of like, yeah, right. Whatever, man. They're just bullshit. Like you don't really care about these people or whatever, but I do. It's not true. I definitely do. Um, so, anyway, what what's new? <laughs> what's new in the world of Twitter? Um, let's see. I got some notes here from this week of things that have happened. You know what? Let's just talk about Aubrey Huff. Aubrey Huff has been going off these last few days. And I don't even know where this all started from because I didn't research. I was fucking at work when this whole thing went down. Some of you guys might have seen. I tweeted out a picture, a screenshot of my text messages and then my uh, notifications on my Twitter. And they fucking were insane. I had like 65 text messages and my notifications on my Twitter were at like 20 plus or some shit like that. Um, but for some reason, I don't even remember what he tweeted. And I'm not going to go back and read it. But something about basically wives need to stay in the kitchen or something shit some shit like that and just be housewives or i don't know some fucking crazy off the wall why the fuck would you say that you he might have been hopped up on some pain meds and then 
was already too far down the rabbit hole to delete the tweet. So, what the fuck are you talking about, Aubrey? Are you just trolling? I, I gotta assume he's some of this is just a troll, at least after the fact when everybody started to attack him and he was going back at people. And I mean, he luckily for my good friend Lauren, if, if she ever decides that she wants to fuck around with an ex below average baseball player she has that opportunity because he was trying to spit game at her on the timeline he actually complimented my terrible photoshopped picture of her with a dodgers hat on so shout out to you aubrey i appreciate the love on my photoshop game i tried to reach out to aubrey and see if he'd come on the let me just say podcast or at least record a voicemail but i I think he was too busy um fighting off an army of women who were very upset with his statements, which I could totally understand. But that was wild. That was wild. It was wild to see fucking him going back and forth with people I know. And I mean, but who the fuck is Aubrey Huff, really? This is the same guy that said his numbers were similar to Barry Bonds or some crazy fucking stupid shit that he said a couple years ago or whenever that was. I believe he compared himself to Barry Bonds. Like, okay, Aubrey, fuck out of here, bro. You fucking stop. Whatever you, whatever Aubrey's smoking, I got to just try it at least once. Because he got that good, good. That stuff that I tweeted out a dude hitting a blunt this week, and he went and started belting out some opera. And I was like, fuck, I need to hang out with this dude, because that shit was, like, moving. I just closed my eyes, hang out with homeboy, and he just let him belt out those tunes. The voice of an angel right there. I'll be hitting that shit that just make you say outlandish stuff online. And then I guarantee regretting it. But you're already too far gone, so you gotta just stand pat and continue to sound like an asshole. <laughs> Fucking Aubrey Huff. That shit was funny. But yeah, I, try, I tried to get him on the Let Me Just Say podcast, but I don't think he's about that life. I don't think he was gonna really record her voicemail and let me chop it up because <laughs> I probably would have made him sound stupid if we're being honest. That's my that's my Starbucks. Starbucks, if you're listening, you guys follow me. I would love a sponsor for the Let Me Just Say podcast. I do curse a little bit and it is explicit, but you guys make some great coffee. And I spend a lot of money at your store, so... Throw me some, throw me some promotional uh, love, man. This this episode is brought to you maybe by Starbucks, but really not. So don't sue me, Starbucks. Allegedly brought to you by Starbucks. Well, I I hope everybody's enjoying their Thanksgiving today. You know because this is the first one without my pops. I actually paused the show here for a minute. My niece called me while she texted me. She said, can I call you Uncle Jesse? And I was like, of course you can. And, you know, all my family's back east still. So they threw me on speakerphone. Everybody was chopping it up with me, saying hello. Um, Of course, they had to ask me what was on sale today. And I was like, fuck you, that's what's on sale. Go online and buy something. (laughs) I didn't really say that. 
but my niece is looking for a new laptop, so I was giving her some advice. I'm really proud, actually. My niece has been doing. She's a she's gymnastic gymnastics gym gymnast. She's a gymnast, uh, and she's been killing it, going to tournaments left and right, racking up medals. Um, you know, it, and it kind of sucks. Like, you know, I moved to California when they were real young, and I go back every year and I see them every summer. I'll, I'll spend a week or a week and a half in Pennsylvania and just see the family, uh, make some time, see my friends that I grew up with. Um, but you know, most importantly, just take some time out. So, um, but it, it does suck to see them grow up from afar. Kind of, you know, I get a ton of videos. My sister sends, texts me videos. My mom texts me videos when she goes, um, you know, and I, and I have another nephew who's her brother who's starting, he's been playing baseball. You know, he's just started like, uh, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Little league, I guess. I don't know how you guys like uh you know but uh and then i have two other nephews my brother my sister those are her kids my niece and my nephew and then my brother has two sons uh one of them just graduated high school the other one's like uh in middle school so it kind of stinks to see them grow up from afar um i don't know how many of you guys might have family that's thousands of miles away i'm sure a lot of you probably do because that's just how life rolls and sometimes I feel guilty for being so far away and, and not being as involved in their life. Um, because like, I don't know. I, I'm like, I've, like I've said before on the podcast, I'm like 10 years younger than my brother and my sister. So, um, and you know, I don't know. My nieces and nephews, I could tell they really love me. And, uh, you know, my, my niece, especially, I think is probably the one who, I don't know, I spent a lot of time, like, so, <clears throat> my family, they own a bar restaurant, and, uh, I, I lived in Pennsylvania for a brief period of time, from, like, 2010 to 11, again, to help them with, the uh, that restaurant upstart, so, um, my sister would often bring her, like, down to check in, see how things were going, and I'd spend a lot of time with her, um, you know, kind of, uh, you know, she just, that whole year and a half, she really kind of got to, got to know me, uh, just because I, I, I spent a lot of time with her. So I think she's the closest with me out of all of them. My two other nephews, they're a little shyer, which I was as a kid as well. Um, I was always the little kid kind of like grabbing a hold of the, his mom's leg, hiding, hiding behind them when they're, you know, talking with strangers and shit, um, which is a clear sign of social anxiety when I was a little kid, you know, excuse me. But, um, yeah, sometimes I, I feel a little bad about being 3,000 miles away in California while they're growing up, you know, and, I, and I'm watching it through videos and Instagram and Facebook and whatever. But at the same time, like, I need to be happy, you know, and, and I love it here in California. And uh, I don't think I'd I don't think I'll ever return to Pennsylvania I just, I just don't really see it in the cards. Unless California sinks into the ocean. Then I'd be out. But. So yeah, I hope everybody's enjoying today. Um, like I said, I don't mean to be like a preacher about it or make it sound like I'm like. Trying to tell you what to do or make you feel bad. But 
like I said, I, I haven't in that tweet, I haven't had Thanksgiving with, with my parents or my family really. Okay. That one year in 2011, but, um, before that outside of that, and I've been here since 2008. So we're going on 12 years. So one year out of 12 years, I've had Christmas or Thanksgiving with my family. I mean, I get it. Like, you know, boohoo, Jesse, like you decided to work uh, in the career you are. So what the fuck are you talking about? Like find a new job if you want to be able to fly back. And it's not as easy as that. Like I'm paid pretty well to do what I do. So, and I know money is not everything, but uh, long story short, I just, just think about it, man. Like, yeah, I got to call and talk to everybody today, but I didn't get to talk to my dad because he's obviously not with us anymore. So just like that, you could be in the same situation. You know, we take a lot, um, I think a lot of us take our parents for granted and a, a lot of us don't. I'm sure a lot of you guys are very close with your parents. You call them every day, you talk to them every day, you tell them you love them every day, but I'm willing to bet a good percentage of you guys don't do stuff like that because I don't do stuff like that. And I didn't do stuff like that. I'm trying to be better about it now with my mom. Now that she's really the last, like all my grandparents are deceased. My dad's obviously gone. You know, so it's kind of just my mom left and and, and my brothers and sisters. But in regards to the patriarchy, is that what it's called? You know, she's really the only one left. So just, just think about that shit, man. And I know moms and dads can be annoying and you call them up and they want to ask you a thousand fucking questions. You might have a hangover. You might just be tired from work and you're not trying to answer everything. You're not trying to get nagged on. But you know what's better than, or you know what's worse than getting nagged on by your mom or your dad on the phone? Not being able to fucking talk to them. You know, so just take some time and, and, and tell them how much they mean to you. And how much you appreciate everything they've done. Because sometimes as kids we just don't fucking do that. Like my mom's bailed me. My mom and dad have bailed me out time and time again. I'm going to tell you a little personal story about something about me. So right before I was about to move to California. My friends from Pennsylvania had a little going away shindig gathering. You know we were drinking. You know. And I made a poor decision. I decided to try to drive home. Don't shame me for that. I mean, I was 24 years old. 24-year-olds make bad decisions. Well, I ended up having a pretty serious car accident. I lost control of my car. Like There was a little bit of an embankment off the edge of the road back in Pennsylvania. It's a lot of wooded area. Like you know, It's not like I wasn't driving through a city at the time. And uh, my tire went off the edge and it pulled my car off the off the road and I hit a tree stump that was, you know, probably four feet in diameter, a huge tree that they had chopped down. My front of my car hit it and my car flipped end over end. I wasn't wearing a seatbelt. My head imprinted on the windshield. The roof of my car caved in. And uh, my car was so far in the woods that when you couldn't see it, you couldn't see it from the road. So here I am, 2.30 in the morning, literally about to move to California in a week. Drunk driving, 
car accident. Don't know what to do. Don't know who to call. I tried to call my buddies who were still partying. They didn't have good cell phone service, so they couldn't pick up. I'm panicking. So I call my parents. And, um, yeah, this, this isn't exactly honest and the right thing to do, but my dad came and picked me up. He took me home. It was still dark. You know, it's 2.30 in the morning. Told me to go to sleep. So I go up, go to my bedroom. I sleep for a little bit because you can tell, obviously he knows I'm drunk. He wakes me up about maybe five in the morning when it's about to start, the lights start coming out. Oh, there's my dogs right in the middle of the story. And um, he wakes me up, he gives me a coffee and he's, he says, you got to get out of bed. I hope you're sobered up a little bit. And by that time I slept for like three hours. So, so I had come around or was able to talk. So um, my dad is a hunter. So he, he had some a couple of deer that he had mounted. I don't know what that was. Have you heard that? Um, so, you know, he, he loves me, man, or loved me. I guess he doesn't love me anymore. And he's not. Anyway, uh, so his quick thinking um, to try to keep my ass out of jail, I guess, or, or in a lot of trouble, um, he took a knife. He cut a bunch of the... <laughs> And please don't judge my father for this, but uh, he cut a bunch of the deer hair off of one of his mounted deer. We went back to the um, crash site, and uh, I hope I hope can I get in trouble for this? I hope not. I don't think so. Uh, he planted a bunch of the deer hair uh, all over the car, like in the areas where my car was smashed up. We called the police. We reported it as that I swerved to hit a deer, or avoid a deer, ended up striking the deer, and it caused a car accident. The police were there maybe 15 minutes, took the report, asked if I was okay. I said, yep. You know, I'm a little shooken up, but for the most part, I'm good. They said, all right, here's your police report for your, for your um, insurance company, and have a good day. And, uh, I mean... I know that's not exactly the most honest and um, like lesson learning thing that he should have done. He, he maybe should have just let me out to dry and, and let me learn my lesson the hard way. But he did teach me a lesson that day. And it's that sometimes you do what you got to do for the people that you love. And he did that for me. He was willing to risk falsifying an accident and creating a situation that didn't actually happen to keep his son from having a you know pretty life-altering situation. I know DUIs aren't terrible, but I was moving to California in five days. So if I if I get a DUI, you know I have to go back to make court appearances and pay heavy fines and so anyway, that's just just kind of the character that my dad had. He was he would always. I mean, the guy would, the age-old saying, you'd take his shirt off his back to give it to you, and he'd freeze while you were warm. I miss him, man. I miss him a lot. And I don't want, I have a lot of regrets about not really expressing how much he meant to me while he was here. And I don't want anybody else to have those type of regrets. 
and I hate, like I said, I hate to sound like I'm preaching to you guys about this shit. Because you all are all grown-ups, and you can all make your own decisions. And you can all have this, whatever type of relationships you want with your parents. But I'm just giving my advice. Take it for what it is. Tell me to shut up. Tell me it doesn't fucking matter. Mind your own business. Under your breath when you're listening to this. But take it from me. You know, growing up, I didn't, I didn't think my parents were ever going to pass away, you know? Like, a lot of my friends still have both their parents. You know, I didn't, I didn't think four years ago my dad was going to come down with this crazy illness that I had never heard of before and ultimately be a shell of who he was by the time he passed. So, be thankful for your parents, man. Be thankful for your family. And I'm sorry that this podcast is so fucking down in the dumps. I, I literally went from talking about being thankful for you guys, mixing in Aubrey Huff story. This is because I wanted to talk about Aubrey Huff. Uh, and then now I'm back to sadness. So I don't know, man. I just, today's a weird day, you know, because I'm. I, it's, it's the first holiday without my pop. So I tried to lighten it up with the Aubrey Huff story, but in all reality, like, just doing a lot of thinking today, man. A lot of reflecting about things that I maybe could have done differently. And I, I get the old hindsight is twenty twenty or whatever saying you want to use for this, but just reach out to your folks. Tell them that they're awesome. Tell them that you love them. Tell them that you appreciate everything that they've done for you. Because I wish I could do that for my dad right now and I I did I mean don't get me wrong it wasn't just like I never told my dad that how much he meant to me but I wish I still could you know so I don't know this is going to be a depressing episode guys and I apologize but you know what sometimes it'd be like that I'm going to wrap it up I promise Sunday I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a full episode and 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 uh, it's not gonna be dark and gloomy. I'm gonna dial up some voicemails. I got a bunch of voicemails to dial up, but I'm not gonna. This is not gonna be a voicemail episode. I get, like I said, I gotta go to work here in a couple hours, so I'm gonna just go decompress and be prepared for the madness that is gonna be coming my way tonight. So I don't know. I'm gonna end it with. Uh, I love you guys. I know love is a strong word. You know, I don't toss it around lightly, but I appreciate everybody that does listen. I appreciate everybody that reaches out and says, um, you know, when they hear some relatable shit on the show. So, thank you guys. Enjoy the rest of your Thanksgiving. Tell your fam you love them. And uh, I'll catch you all on Sunday.